Hi, welcome to In Bed with Nikki. I am your host, Nikki. And as maybe you're familiar, or if you're new, welcome. In this show, it's all about sex and the fantasies that people have. I read emails that have been given to me over the years, with permission, of course, and a few online. Names, places, and personal details have been changed out of respect to privacy for all individuals involved. If you have any erotic fantasies you want to share, or even if it's just say hello to me, you can feel free to send them to Nikki, N-I-K-K-Y, at DearNikki, N-I-K-K-Y, dot com, or reach out to me on Twitter at DNikki, N-I-K-K-Y, 162. I also have a new website, and if you've been listening since the beginning, or if you've gone back to the past couple episodes, this is a new spelling. Yes, I've had to change the I to Y, but you can find my new latest episode on my website with a write-up and, and a way to get in contact with me. Um, it's DearNikki, N-I-K-K-Y dot com. Feel free to reach out, say hello, and let me know what you think of the show, or maybe even just confess to me. That's even more exciting for me. Sapiosexual is someone who is sexually and mentally turned on by smart people. Sapiosexuals are aroused by intelligence. If you're asking if I'm a sapiosexual, absolutely I am. If you were to look at my podcast list, it is filled with something that I can always learn or something new that I can learn in any way speaking. And I bring this up because I was given a promo by the Culture Quest. And the episode I listened to talked about Anthropocene. <laughs> I know I just butchered the hell out of that. And this is something I wouldn't have even looked up. So kudos to them for feeding my sapiosexual side. And now I bring you their promo. Enjoy. 24 hours is like three weeks. Wookies, <laughs> 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 uh, lasers, Death Star. <laughs> so slugs up your butt is bad. Is that what we've gleaned from this? Hi, we're the Culture Quest podcast. We're on a quest to become more cultured people by discussing a movie, a music album, a book, or anything else really each episode. Check us out, culturequestpodcast.com. So yesterday, I was sitting in my office and working, and we had horrible, horrible hail damage over a month ago, and companies are just now starting to get out to fix roofs, and I know you can see where this is going. I know my neighbor doesn't think this, but I could honestly say thank you, thank you, thank you for your roof being fucked up. <laughs> 
I had some eye candy that, oh, let's just say I had a little fun with. You know, I'm really starting to think my review on my Lush too. <laughs> so yes, I was being very, very naughty looking at my office door and her window there, say, and just watching. And then pop right around the corner, there was another. And I think I went, huh. Yeah. About that time, my Lush too just did a nice good vibe on my little clit. That being said, I bring you our first story. Dear Nikki, on that fateful day, I was sitting at my desk at work. I just kept having visions of Eddie, the guy who was at the, our house working on some wood rot repair, popped into my mind. I'd see him show up the past two days, no shirt, bronze tan, tasseled, dirty blonde hair, strong arms, bright blue eyes, cutoffs, and a leather tool belt. I thought this would be great. Eddie was to be single. Then I started to think about going home over lunch and seeing how they were doing. I knew I just wanted to see him again, maybe talk with him, but I think I wanted to tempt myself too. I wondered if he had any attraction to me, even though I'm probably almost 10 years older than him and married. I've had younger guys hit on me, but Eddie... Eddie was always respectful. I then decide I'm doing it. This thought won't go away until I do. So I left a little early for my lunch break. It was a short drive home. His pickup was there in our driveway, but he must have been working in the back. I went into the house, looked out the back door. He was on a ladder, working on the guest room window trim. Since I'd taken the step of coming home, my head was dizzy with thoughts of him. I was imagining what it'd be like to make love to him. I was getting obsessed. I went to the guest room. The curtains were closed. I took off my blouse, leaving just the bush-up black bra on. And I did it. I opened the curtain, and there he was, right in front of me. His eyes went straight to my tits, then to my eyes. Then he turned away. I feigned a bit of shock as seeing him there in the window. I grabbed my blouse, buttoned it up, but not all the way, then went to the back door. I hollered at him and said, Eddie, could you come here for a minute? He got down, then came in the back door. He started by saying, I'm sorry, Mrs. Connor, I didn't expect you there, and... I cut him off and said, I called you in here to apologize to you. I don't know what I was thinking opening the window. I didn't mean to shock you with a minimally dressed old woman. Oh, and you don't need the Mrs. thing. Sarah is just fine. He said, well, no need to apologize to me and your old no older woman. I'd probably stared longer than I should have. I said, hey, just FYI, I don't think I know any woman that wouldn't be glad to have an attractive man like you give a nice, 
long look at them. I'm flattered anyway. So, Eddie, would you like to take a break and have a beer? He said, sure, never turned down a beer. So I told him to have a seat and pointed to the couch. Then went and got a couple of beers and decided to open up one more button on my blouse. I opened the beers, walked over, and bent kind of low. And yes, he looked again. I straightened back up and said, So you were just being polite? Or do you really think I'm attractive? He said, Are you kidding? Yeah, any guy would think you're way attractive. I took a huge drink of my beer and said, So, if it weren't for Owen, would you find me tempting? He said, Oh yeah, for sure. I smiled and was feeling a burst of boldness and said, Well, Owen's not here. I unbuttoned my blouse all the way and said, Look all you want. Eddie's eyes got big and he swallowed hard and just said, Wow. Then I said, It hardly seems fair that I get to see your bare chest and you don't get to see something that pleases you. Let's be fair. I took off my blouse and let it drop to the floor, then unhooked my bra and took it off and threw it across the room. Then I straddled him on my knees. There on the couch, I kissed him. He put his strong arms around me and embraced me as our kiss continued and got deeper. I said, do you want me as much as I want you? He said, probably way more. Then I said, I think we should have each other. I stood up, kicked off my shoes, undid my jeans and took them off. He stood up and said, you're so beautiful. I said, so are you, but I think you'd be even more beautiful without those shorts. He unhooked his tool belt and let it fall on the coffee table. His hammer knocked a chunk out of it, but I didn't care. He apologized, but said, I'm not thinking about the damn coffee table. Get out of your shorts. He pulled them down. He was hard as a rock, sticking straight up. We embraced again, my tits pressed against his firm-toned chest. His hands went up and down my back and explored my hips, and then he grasped my ass and lifted me up. I wrapped my legs around him as we kissed. I felt light as a feather in his arms. I said, The bedroom's at the end of the hall on the left. He carried me there. I couldn't believe we were really doing this. Everything about him looked and felt so good. He sat me down on the bed and got on top of me and started kissing me all over. Then he paused and said, are you sure you want to go through with this? I mean, like, you're irresistible, but I don't want you to regret this. I said, the only thing I can imagine regretting right now is firing you for not fucking me. He said, I guess I better just keep going then. I said, damn right you better. He moved down my body and started eating me out while reaching up and caressing my tits. My body was going crazy, bucking against his face. 
He was so talented with his mouth and tongue. And after about 10 minutes, I exploded with a total body shaking orgasm that made tears run down my face. He came back up, wiped away a tear and asked if I was all right. I said, I've never been this all right in my life. Eddie was poised over me with his cock swaying and he very huge and solid. I reached down and grasped him, guided him in me and said, let's fuck. He entered my body slowly, and it felt incredible to be joined with him in seeing his sexy, strong chest above me, seeing the desire in his blue eyes running my hands through his sweaty hair, and just rocking with him in total fit of lust and desire. Our rhythm got solid and strong. We changed positions several times, cowgirl, reverse, doggy. He just kept going like a machine. Finally, I was under him again, and he was thrusting into me. I was grasping his ass and feeling his ass-thigh muscle flex. He said, You are the most exciting woman I've ever been with. I don't think I can hold this any longer. I'm about to explode. I said, Let it go inside me. I want to feel all of it in me. I want to feel your cum explode inside me. He thrust really hard, his face grimaced, and I felt the jettison of a massive amount to come inside me. It was warm, and I think I felt close to about ten bursts inside me. So intense. We embraced and just collapsed on the bed, kissed, and both pretty much simultaneously said, You're amazing, then laughed. He smiled, kissed me, and said, Are you okay? Second thoughts? I said, Are you kidding? How could I have second thoughts about that? I think the only thing I dread is having to settle for Owen's office body again. We laid there, kissed each other some more. Then my phone rang. It was Owen. He said he tried getting a hold of Eddie, but he didn't answer but he wanted to remind him about a leak that needed to be fixed before it rains again tonight. He wondered if I'd run home and tell him. I said, sure, honey. I'm in a meeting right now, but I'll take care of it. Love you, honey. It seemed crazy that I was actually laying there still naked with Eddie, having just made love to him past in the past hour. I said, that was Owen. He wanted me to come home and tell you to take care of the lake in the south end before it rains. I think he also wants you to fuck me one more time, and then I rolled on top of him. He was almost instantly ready for round two, and another really intense hour. I was a mess. So I cleaned up, went back out to the living room, put my clothes back on, kissed Eddie goodbye, and told him I hope he has a good afternoon working. He said something similar to me. I said I will, and other than that, I'll smile too much and probably walk fuddy. One of the other women I work with saw me when I was getting coffee. She said, You're smiling big this afternoon. Did you meet up with Owen at lunch? She laughed. And I said, No. Just feel good anyway today. Sylvia. Wow, Sylvia. You, my dear, <laughs> I 
I'm about to break some hearts probably, don't have a younger man fetish. Does not mean that the two men that were outside my window yesterday. Yes, please. So I guess you could say I actually did. I understand where she's coming from. That would have been completely hot. I guess I need to rephrase all that. <laughs> Dear Nikki, so I live in a place with lots of walking trails and I'm an avid hiker walker. I love to set my, my hammock and just relax halfway through. I've been thinking of ways to get out of my house and get out of public. I thought of taking my vibrating dildo with me and going to this trail where I know there's lots of people just sitting in the hammock and using it, maybe taking off my pants or short shorts and no panties. It's next to a heavy flow of stream, so nobody will hear anything unless they get too close. Tony. Well, I don't know how to address this. If it's a woman, just, I guess she's, well, if it's a woman, she, actually either person wouldn't have to. With the vibrating remote vibrators, just think. So if you happen to pass somebody on your walk, or if you see somebody out in their hammock is your mind gonna wonder I mean think they could be listening to something very dirty maybe listening to audio porn where they moan and groan and you can hear the skin slapping you know just edging themselves they could have an anal vibrating plug and have a woman like me far away playing with it when they're in public. Goes back to a couple episodes ago where we talked about some of the places men masturbate or women too. Um, again, work, bathroom was number one. But driving and in your car was two. Yes. I vibrated somebody while they were in their car. No, they weren't driving. <laughs> Dear Nikki, this was so hot. I was physically crying, begging him to fuck me. And we agreed to 24 hours of me being his whore. But I never was able to get off once. I was naked most of the time, crawling on my knees. He would use me as a footstool and table he would use my ass as an ashtray for his cigarettes. He'd have me suck his balls and cock. He would come on my face and tell me to leave his cum on as it dried. He never used my name, always talked down to me. At the end of the 24 hours, just before he left, he pushed me against the window very hard, lifted up my shirt so my tits were against the window, and shoved his hard cock in my ass. I came so quickly and so very, very hard. Lisa. Lisa. What a very naughty girl. B, 
being denied 24 hours while you're edged by somebody, a partner of your choice, is the sexiest, hottest thing you can do. What's the longest if you have a partner, they've edged you? Have you edged someone longer than 24 hours? I would love to hear about it. I know by the time they reach their limit, they're hungry. (laughs) Or they're begging. Please fuck me. I really, really need you to fuck me, please. Mm. Again, please can be used in so many ways. I know I like to use it a lot. Dear Nikki, our Sunday mornings is, is our usual time to do the nasty as we're both free. Today, I wasn't feeling very confident I was going to handle the vaginal sex. My hips and legs were sore from getting back into popular form of intense exercise recently has made my body feel like a punching bag. I had to think of something quick, so I offered to suck his dick instead, and he agreed. As I was blowing him, he took my hand and put it on his balls so I could play with them, and then he moved my hand to his anus. I caressed it. He asked me to put a finger in it, so I rubbed my finger on his cock and then pushed it into his asshole. He liked it, suggested I get something bigger. I got this large dildo, he said, (laughs) not quite that big. So I got a smaller glass dildo with a handle on it. After looping it up with his wet cock, it went against his asshole and making its way in. It was hard to be on my knees and blowing him from between his knees and working the dildo. So I moved to his side, rested my head on his abs, spread his legs, and pulled his left knee up higher so I could get easier access to his asshole. I slowly fucked him as I blew him. As he was nearing orgasm, he started to flex his hips. I slid it in and out a little quicker, and then he filled my mouth with cum. A lot of cum. I left the dildo in him, and we laid there for a while a little longer, before getting up and cleaning ourselves. It was a really good start to a lazy Sunday. Wow. (laughs) I don't know about you, but that was completely erotic. Nice to know that there are women out there that even though maybe they're sore from exercise or maybe not quite in the mood, they're willing and very, very ready to please the man they're with. Nothing like hearing him moan from your mouth around his cock, a finger in the ass if he likes it, or just massaging his balls, rolling them in your hand, and maybe playing with that taint just a little bit, and carefully caressing any sweet spots he has. I'm very glad to be part of that club. Dear Nikki, this story happened to me last year. It happened in Egypt. It was always full of Russians, and many of them go there seeking sexual adventures. That's when I met a couple in their early 40s. 
I was there with a couple of my friends staying in the same hotel, and I met that couple at a club there. We got to know each other, and we spent the whole night talking. The next morning, together on a beach, that's when she started throwing hints by taking her bra off in front of me, and her hubby didn't look like he had a problem with it. Then she asked me to rub her lotion on her back while her husband was already there. So I started getting the hints, and to be honest, I was so craving her. She was blonde, around 5'5", curvy body with soft boobs, skin, and nice round ass. By mid of the day, she mentioned she would love to try fishing in a private yacht or boat. I told him that's easy to arrange, and we booked one for us with a private room. But in the last minutes, her husband said that he was so tired, he'd like to have some rest at his room. I offered to postpone our booking for later, but she said we can still go, just the two of us. We went on the yacht, only me and her and the yacht driver. While we were on top of the yacht talking, she started talking about her sex life and started to mention how she and her husband love each other, enjoying exploring their boundaries. It was pretty clear by then what they were looking for. She offered to put lotion on me to avoid sunburn. I agreed for sure. She started rubbing my back, and then I got on my back and told her to do it to my chest too. She did, and while she was moving down her hands, I was already getting hard, and I've got an 8-inch cock. So, it's more than obvious that under my tight shorts, that's when she grabbed my cock on top of my shorts and started rubbing it too. I couldn't resist anymore. So I carried her and we went down to the broom to have some privacy. We spent the whole trip fucking every position available. She had a tight pussy and apparently I was her first huge size cock experience. I enjoyed every second of stretching her pussy to the limit. She was a screamer, and it turned me on even more that the yacht driver was definitely listening to us. It was one of the best sex I've ever had. After we went back, I was trying to act normal like nothing happened in front of her husband. However, the next day she called me, and I knew that she told everything to her husband, and I got to know that it was all arranged by him, and that they want me to join them in their room tonight. I was so nervous, actually, because I've never been in such a situation before, but the opportunity was way too hot to miss. So, wow, I have never done it in a boat. I wonder if... Is it, I mean, well, take that back. I have done it in a boat, a big ship, but not a yacht. Like, I've done it like on a cruise ship, but not a yacht. And I know that yachts are better than the smaller boats, but, wow. I mean, my mind is spinning here. To know that, I I think I would have suspected that things were up when someone feigned tiredness. You know, he was very open. But do you let your partner explore? Do you let them explore a wild side? 
if you do, do you like your partner to come back and tell every position they were in? Do you want it to be kept a secret and not know? Maybe you know what they're off doing, but it's a said unsaid thing between you that maybe you fuck her when she gets home the next day after her hair is tousled. Does she still have cum in it? That's my question. Do you like to fuck her and really realize how much she's been stretched out? Does she leave the cum in there before you after she's come home from the club? Do you see the cum dripping down her thighs and want to lick it up? Hmm. Questions that I've always wondered and always been curious about. If you have this, or maybe you're living this lifestyle, feel free to email me. I would love to hear about it and share it on a future episode, of course. I think this is a good place to stop for today. I want to thank you for giving me this little bit of slice of your day. If you have any erotic fantasies or would just like to say hello, please feel free to send them to Nikki, N-I-K-K-Y, at Dear Nikki, N-I-K-K-Y, Dot com. You can also reach out to me on Twitter at dnikki, N-I-K-K-Y, 162. If you enjoyed these episodes, please take a moment and leave a positive review on any where you hear your favorite podcasts. And in closing, after we fuck all night, Would you eat me for breakfast in the morning? Mm. I'd really like to know the answer. Bye for now.